Oh, yes, sir. Stay right there. Stay right there. I'll be right back. Hey, welcome everybody to Talking Donkey International and our new television series, Country Wisdom. Let's set the tone for this new series of ours. It's found in Proverbs 4. Let your eyes look directly forward and your gaze be straight before you. Ponder the path of your feet and then all your ways will be sure. Join us now for Country Wisdom. You know, here we are downtown. Every city in America is basically the same thing is happening. The same thing's going on. You know, this is not the country I grew up in. It's probably not the country you grew up in. The court system, well, it didn't look like it once did. The Constitution, eh, not many people are following the Constitution anymore. We talk about it, but where's, where's our, our rights to speech anymore? You're watching that rapidly go away. Pandemics, why? That shut down the world overnight. Things are not the way they once were. You don't normally see these things happening everywhere and things going on like this, but let me tell you, things are changing. My Bible says it's going to change. My Bible says Jesus is coming soon. How does he know that? Well, he sees the end from the beginning and he's told us time after time, when you see these things come to pass, know that it's just about to happen. And I could spend a day with you at least on a Bible study to show you we are in the last moments of Earth's history. These things are going to continue to happen. These events are going to get worse and worse and worse. So today I want to share with you an amazing story. It's a story of Lot. Let me, let me read for you. It's found in Luke chapter 17, verse 28. Likewise also as it was in the days of Lot, they did eat, they drank, they bought, they sold, they planted, they built. But the same day that Lot went out of Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. Even thus shall it be, listen to this now, even thus shall it be in the days when the Son of Man comes. It's going to be just like in the days of Lot. Well, you see, Lot, Abraham had said, Lot, we're getting too big. We're farmers out here. We're, we're ranchers. You pick a spot. You can have the, the high country. You can have the beautiful valley. Well, he looked down at the cities and he wanted the city. He loved the city life. He loved all the, everything happening in the city. You know, the malls and, well, you know, they didn't have malls, but you know where I'm going with this. All the, quote, good stuff. Well, he went down in that city and pretty soon he was involved and his family were involved in kind of all the vices and the sin and the garbage. Lot tried to stay away from it, but he really couldn't. It kept getting to him. And God says, the same thing is going to happen to us. All the cities, the good things of the cities, they'll begin trapping us and holding us tighter and tighter. And when Jesus comes, we have no opportunity to really look to him. We have no opportunity to go with him. The story we're about to show you today took place 4,000 years ago, but it's happening today all over. You see, events of the Bible, there, there's nothing new we know under the sun. It's happening all over. And my question to you is, 
what are you going to do here as you watch this story put yourself in this story and think about it choose what's going to happen in your life Ooh, ooh, eat it, eat it, ooh, eat it. Hello? Yes, this is Edith Lott. Candace, thank you so much for getting back to me. I really, really want to be involved in this project of yours. Oh, a new youth center is going to make such a difference in that whole neighborhood. Now, when is your next meeting? Wednesday? I'll be there. Oh, no need to thank me. Thank you for thinking of me. All right, I'll see you Wednesday. <laughs> bye bye. Eat up, eat I'm up. sorry, I had to take that phone call. I have two really cool guys for dinner tonight. Like, with you? Yes, yes, they're right outside. For dinner? Yes, oh. yes, they have something important to talk to us about. Look, go give them the grand tour. Show them around, show them the work that we're doing in the East Garden. Okay. Oh, and take the landscaper's sketches with you. Mm. Let them see mm. how gorgeous it's going to be when it's mm. all finished. Mm. Okay. <laughs> I need to go and warn Consuela that we have two extras for dinner. Mm. Just like you should have warned me. Mm. Consuela. See? Oh, it's Aunt Sarah again. Oh, what am I going to do? I'm going to let it go to voicemail. The same way I did the last three times she called. Just give me a minute. No, I I'm fine, Consuela, fine. Um, bien. But could you turn that down, or maybe even off? I don't know how you can listen to the news all day long. I never listen to the news. I discovered a long time ago that life is easier if you don't pay too close attention. Although I suppose it's different when you can't understand most of it. Probably easier. Oh, again? Oh, good. Not Aunt Sarah this time. Hello? Shelby, honey, are you done with your meeting already? Oh, Aunt Sarah called you? I'm sorry, Shelby. It, that's my fault. I've been ignoring her calls all day. Of course she's worried. When has Aunt Sarah ever not been worried about us? The gospel according to Aunt Sarah. We're all too involved in things that don't matter. We're too attached to our possessions. None of us is as committed to the things of God as we should be, and the sky is falling, etc., etc. Well, it might be a little harsh, but it's also true, and you know it. You're too young to remember, but when we decided to move for here from the ranch, I thought she was going to have a stroke. We tried to explain. It was to take advantage of a very lucrative business opportunity and to keep your father from having to drive into the city so often. But you know Aunt Sarah, it was the big bad city. She was certain we were all going to be corrupted. Anyway, even Uncle Abraham called. 
Oh, he's a sweetheart, but he did seem worried. He wants us to come back, at least for a while. No, I mean like immediately. I know they've always been worried about us, but I don't know. He just seemed more urgent this time. Maybe I should call him back, talk to him a little bit more. And your Aunt Sarah has been calling non-stop ever since, wanting to know if I've had a chance to think about it. As if I have had any time to think this morning. I spent almost all morning on the phone with your dad's secretary, playing phone tag, because your dad never answers his cell phone, trying to figure out if there's a time this winter that we can all go skiing together. I'm thinking Tahoe. And the rest of the morning I spent online trying to track down a supplier for those miniature orchids you want at your reception, and the diamond-shaped truffles that Mackenzie wants at her bridal shower. Tell me again why you two can't just make this a double wedding. Oh, that's right. Because you want to be a romantic St. Valentine's Day bride, and Mackenzie insists on being a traditional June bride. Why can't you twins be a little more alike? No, you know I don't mind. I waited long enough to have you two. I think I can be forgiven for indulging you just a little bit. All right, yes, I know you need to get back to your meeting. But listen, Shelby, don't worry about Aunt Sarah. I'll call her. I promise I'll call her. We'll get this whole thing straightened out. You know your Aunt Sarah. Something is always going on, some crisis always looming. She has been predicting doom for this whole city for at least as long as I've known her. And so far, we all seem to be just fine. I doubt today is going to be any different. Anyway, I'll let you go. Oh, but you are going to still come to dinner tonight? Yes, I was hoping so. Your father brought these two gentlemen home? No, he didn't warn me. I told you, he never uses his cell phone. Anyway, I don't know what they're here for, but they look important and intense. I think I'm going to need both you girls here to help me play hostess, be your usual sparkling selves, lighten the mood a little bit. I don't want the whole evening to be so serious. All right, I'll let you go. Bye, sweetie. What I wouldn't give for an extra yoga session before dinner. Oh, dinner! Consuela, that's why I came in here. We have two guests for dinner. Uh, dos mas for, for dinner. Dos. Yes, yes, thank you. Oh, oh and now I'm buzzing again. Just... Hello? Barb, how are you? Oh, I'm fine. Considering I'm planning two weddings, <laughs> yes, Shelby is getting married in February and Mackenzie in June. I know it's ridiculous, isn't it? 
especially with everything else I have going on. What do you mean that answers your question? Another mission trip? Barb, that's wonderful. When? Oh, Barb, there's just no way. This will be the third time we've had to turn you down. Every single time something has come up. Now that first one, we were all set to go, remember? We had no idea the girls' soccer team was going to make regionals. Oh, we hated backing out. But we left it up to the girls, and you remember how crazy they were for soccer, which is fine. Nothing builds character like sports. We just wished we could have done both. Now that second trip, that was the one to the orphanage in Guatemala, right? I cannot remember why we had to cancel that one. Oh, that's right. My husband had just decided to run for city council. Let me tell you, that consumed our lives for a while. Oh, who am I kidding? He won. It's still consuming our lives. <laughs> but you know, we both view it as kind of our mission. You know, we've gotten to know some very important people. I'd like to think we've gotten some good work done. And we've had a little bit of influence around here. Oh, well, no, it's nothing like your trips. But then we really can't, can we? Not in our circle. You would not believe how careful you have to be nowadays with anything religious. But it just wouldn't do to get labeled a conservative nutcase. You'd have no influence left. Anyway, we really do want to go someday, Barb. I know I keep hearing that they just change your lives. I've had more people tell me that after their first mission trip, their whole life was different. Oh, are you suggesting our lives could use some changing? I think we're doing just fine, thank you very much. Well, I suppose we all have changes we could make. But there'll be other times, right? Right. Anyway, you keep us on your list. I want to know about the next one. Seriously. All right. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Oh, a friend of mine, Amiga. I don't think she's very happy with me right now. You know, I really wish we could commit to a mission trip. But we're committed to so many other things right now. Still, I'd like to go on one. At least I think I would. I would love to help build a church. I think that would be amazing. But I've heard on some of those trips, they actually make you give talks, go visit people, give Bible studies. No, thank you. I'm just not comfortable doing that. I mean, I'm more comfortable entertaining than evangelizing. Is that bad? 
Is it bad to not to want to do something unless you're comfortable doing it? Oh, you don't even understand the question, but it's probably bad. I know what I'm going to do. Oh, it's perfect. I'm going to call Barb back and tell her that I want to sponsor someone to go on this trip. Oh, I can't believe I didn't think of that when I was on the phone with her. I'm perfectly comfortable writing checks. This way, someone will get to go who couldn't have gone otherwise, and I don't have to feel guilty anymore. Oh, I'm buzzing again. Good. Paula! Hi, what's up? Oh, that's right, the seminar. Yes, yes, I, I remembered it, revitalizing your prayer life. I even got the companion book already. No, I haven't read it yet, but it looks fascinating. It is sitting right on my nightstand. Here's the thing, Paula. I'm not actually going to be able to go to the seminar. Uh, no, 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 it has nothing to do with the drive. It's just that is the only day that Mackenzie and I could get in to see Chef Roland. She wants him to cater her reception. Oh, he has this marvelous French bistro. You've got to go there sometime, Paula. It's unbelievable. It can take weeks to get a, a reservation. That's how good it is. But let me tell you, the goat cheese souffle infused with fennel is worth the wait. What? I know. I'm sorry to miss it too. But this is really important to Mackenzie. She wants me there with her and, well, family comes first. You understand. Look, Paula, I plan to read the book. I promise. And you said you're going to record the whole thing, right? So I can watch it sometime when I'm not as busy. All right, I'm always busy. But after the weddings, it really should calm down. I will make it a priority then. Paula, I am interested in revitalizing my prayer life. I know it's important. I'm not canceling because I don't think it's important. It's just that, well, this time, I've got to put Mackenzie first. I will. I will, I promise. And, and we really have to talk again, but right now I've got company waiting. Paula, I am taking it seriously. And I will spend some time thinking about it more. I'll see what I can do. All right. Bye-bye. Paula's right. I really do need to revitalize my prayer life. Not that I would admit it to her. The only reason I'm admitting it to you is because you don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> I need to make it more of a priority. Do you know what I'm going to do? I am going to do just that. I am going to start prioritizing my prayer life, scheduling it in.
so other things don't come crowding in from every direction. I'm actually going to put it in my calendar. First thing, Monday morning, I am taking an hour for prayer and study. Oh, no, I can't do Monday. I have the Arts Council breakfast Monday morning. And then yoga studio. Uh, and I think I've got a committee meeting in the afternoon, so Tuesday. Consuela, I am starting to revitalize my prayer life. Tuesday morning. Let's see. 9 to 10 a.m., right after my women's breakfast, that business group I meet with, that should give me enough time. 9 to 10 Tuesday, it's all set. Oh, buzzing again. Hello? Town and country, really? You want to do a feature on our house? Oh, I would love to. We'd be absolutely thrilled. We are so happy with the renovation. We worked very closely with Daniel Quint at Huntsman Group. Yes, I knew you would have heard of him. Oh, I can't tell you. He completely transformed this house. Now, the landscaping isn't quite done, but the interior is exquisite. Yes, of course you can come do some preliminary photos. When would work for you? Nine o'clock Tuesday morning? Uh, no, 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 that works just fine. <laughs> Nothing that can't get put off. I will see you nine o'clock Tuesday morning. Oh, thank you again. This is going to be so exciting. All right, you too. Consuela, that was Town and Country Magazine. They want to do a cover of our house. Oh, this is going to be so much fun. You have no idea what a privilege this is. What an honor. I don't, you have no idea what any of this means. But trust me, this is big. Oh. Hello? Aunt Sarah, hi. Really? Oh, it, it must have been on silent. You know, sometimes I forget to turn it off or on or whatever. Anyway, well, we haven't talked about it yet. He just got home from work. But we will, don't worry. Yes, we will, Aunt Sarah. I know. Look, Aunt Sarah, you and Uncle Abraham are really dear people. And, and I know you're just concerned, but you really don't have to worry that much. We're fine. Right? No. Aunt Sarah, what crisis? As far as I can tell, things are no different than they ever have been. And I told you, we are doing fine. You worry too much. Well, you've never trusted my judgment. 
Yes. Uh-huh. Yes, Aunt Sarah. I pro- we will talk. I promise. Now, I really need to go. We have people waiting for us. Yes, we will call you later. Bye. Who does she think she is? I am so tired of her self-righteous. If things were really as bad as Aunt Sarah thinks, I think I would know it, wouldn't I? But we're fine. I told her we're fine. She's wrong. Ella está mal. I am not too materialistic, too worried about and involved with the things that don't matter. I'm a good person, better than most. I am on the boards of three different major charities for Pete's sake. I do lots of things for other people. Yes. I like my house. I helped design it. I decorated it. I like my life. I helped build that too. Can I not be proud of and enjoy something that I helped make? But I am not too attached. Edith! I'll be right there. I know that Sarah is wrong. I do like my life. I am comfortable. I'm quite sure that if the time ever came, if I really thought it was necessary, I could walk away from everything without a backward glance. It's almost, uh, it takes your breath away to really watch and say, could, could that be me? But it's our choice. We still have a choice. They're long gone, but Jesus said he's coming back soon. It's time now to make a decision. But listen to what he says in Luke chapter 21. And take heed to yourselves, lest at any time your hearts be overcharged. In other words, filled with all the garbage here on earth, with drunkenness and cares of this life. Is your life filled with cares of this life? He goes on to say that those are snares to to grab you and try and hold you down here. Watch, therefore. Here's the counsel from God. Watch, therefore, and pray always that you may be accounted worthy to escape all these things that are going to come to pass and stand before the Son of God. That's our choice. Are you going to look back or are you going to look forward to Jesus Christ? Choose you this day, the Bible says. I'd like to offer you this free book called The Great Controversy. As you read it, you will become like Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz. You will see what and who is standing behind the curtain, manipulating the events of this world. You will also discover that there is hope and peace during these troubled times. 
Remember, the book is completely free, so don't wait. The offer is only good while supplies last. To obtain your copy, simply log on to TalkingDonkeyInternational.org and order your copy now. Hey, thanks for joining us for Country Wisdom. See you next time.